And so we come to this fourth Sunday of Easter, this Good Shepherd Sunday. Each year on this Sunday we hear reading from the 10th chapter of John's Gospel, all about the way in which Jesus described himself as the Good Shepherd. It's a Sunday that's put aside by the church when we pray for, in particular, vocations to the ordained priesthood. Rightly and so, because of the connection with the image that Jesus uses in the gospel, that particular gospel, and, well, the need for priestly vocations. But in comparing himself to a shepherd, Jesus is comparing himself to the outcasts of society of the day. Being a shepherd was not something you aimed for. Being a shepherd was not something that you wanted to be. If you asked a little boy what he wanted to be when he grew up, shepherd was probably not at the top of the list. Being a shepherd was the kind of job that you had when you could find nothing else. There was always, well, you can go and be a shepherd. It was one of those jobs that was horrid. Out in the middle of nowhere, no shelter, no coverage, with only 20 or so sheep for company, it was not exactly pleasant. And some shepherds didn't really take to it. The first sign of trouble, the first sign of a wolf, and they were out of there because they had no commitment. There was no sense that this was something that they wanted to do, something that they were called to be. It was something that they just had to do because either there was nothing better or this is all they could find. There were, however, the occasional good shepherd, and Jesus compares himself to the good shepherd, the one who not only was prepared to go out into the wilderness and spend each and every night guarding the sheep, but was prepared to occasionally guide them with that big stick that he carried, making sure they went in the right direction. He did so because he knew them all, each and every single one of them he knew by name, and he could call them and guide them and lead them because he knew them. It wasn't just a job for someone like that. They were a rare breed, granted, but they, were, they did exist. And Jesus is comparing himself right throughout that 10th chapter of John's Gospel with the good shepherd, the one who knows his sheep. And the sheep are prepared to follow them because the shepherd is a good shepherd someone who they know is prepared to look after them. That's the image that Jesus compares himself today, and that's the image we find right throughout a lot of documentation from the church on the priestly, uh, priestly vocation. We see it on the front cover of the great uh, document on the formation of priests, pastores dabo vobis, I will give you shepherds, quite literally. You see the shepherd with the sheep on the shoulder, that's the image that we draw when we talk about Jesus, the Good Shepherd, someone who is prepared to go above and beyond for the sake of the one sheep, carrying them on the shoulders, leading them, making sure they didn't go the wrong way. That's the image of priesthood that's connected with the Good Shepherd. Now, let's be honest. There's some priests across the history of the church who have been anything but Good Shepherds. Some of them at the very first hint of trouble have run. Some have left for all sorts of other valid reasons. Some have used their office for their own selfish purposes. Some have abused their role for their own self-gratification, the worst form of the sin of clericalism you could possibly find. 
and let's just, as a side note, recognise that not all things that are called clericalism are, in fact, clericalism, but that's for another day. There have been bad shepherds. There have been bad priests. But the church still needs priests. The church still needs those who are prepared to know the sheep. Not that you're sheep by any stretch of the imagination, but you know what I mean. And one of the great things about being a priest and seeing the same people week in and week out is that I get to know those who are entrusted to my care. I get to recognise faces. I get to know names. I get to know when you're not here because you're sick. I get to know when you're not here because you're on holidays, you lucky so-and-sos. But I get to know you. And that is at the very heart of being a good shepherd and being a good priest. I don't always get it right. I'm the first to admit it. I have made some doozies in the 12 years of my priestly life. And I probably will make some more, just so you're aware. But I try. And I do the very best I can with God's help to be the good shepherd as he was. Someone who knows the sheep, knows and prepared to lead them and guide them and care for them and if necessary carry them on my shoulders. That's the good shepherd. That's what I aim to be. When I get it right, I sleep well at night. And When I get it wrong, I regret every moment of it. So on this day, this Good Shepherd Sunday, pray for priests. Pray for more priests. But pray for your priests because we need all the help we can get.